0: Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm your host, Stephanie. This is Author Spotlight number 12. I have Crystal Evans-Hurst on the podcast. She is an author, a speaker. She is so inspiring to talk with. And she wrote the book, The 28-Day Prayer Journey. It's coming out soon. You can pre-order it now. And I read it, and it's literally a day-by-day prayer journey. And she guides you through Each day has a morning, afternoon, and evening reflection, and it's just a wonderful journey of praying and talking with God. And what is prayer? It's a relationship and spending time talking to God. So that's what Crystal's here to talk with us about, prayer and why it matters, what it means to pray, how simple it is to pray, and without further ado, I'm gonna let Crystal take it from here because she is so inspiring. I cannot wait for you to hear from Crystal Evans Hurst. Okay, Crystal, welcome to the podcast. I'm super excited to have you here today. Everybody, Crystal Evans Hurst wrote the book The 28 Day Prayer Journey: A Daily Guide to Conversations with God. This is her newest book and she is a best-selling author. She reaches millions of women, speaking at conferences. She has her own blog and podcast. She writes, she teaches. You're just an incredible woman, and I'm so excited to have you here, Crystal.
1: Well, I'm glad to be here with you. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, you're so welcome. So let's dive in and talk about your new book, The 28-Day Prayer. So why don't you share with everybody, you know, why you wrote this book and you know, how does this play into what your life looks like right now? Why this book now? Why prayer?
1: Well, the book wasn't for now. It was actually an Instagram challenge because I was struggling to be consistent. Priscilla had come out with War Room, a book on Fervent. My grandmother, we had talked a lot about Her and her prayers, she had kept a spiral notebook and would say to us, do you have an answer to that prayer request yet? Because I need to know when I could cross it off. And I was struck with this idea that while I know how to pray, I'm not intimidated by prayer. I enjoy talking to God. I don't do it consistently. So I created this challenge on Instagram because I figured if I tell them, then I'll do it. Mm -hmm. And the goal was for me to show up on Instagram back when Instagram was chronological and to post actually six times a day, early morning, mid morning, lunchtime, afternoon, early evening, and then before bed to just prompt people as they were on Instagram to remind them to pray and myself as well. So I was writing all these things down and that was just because I wanted to commit to being consistent. So before this was ever thought to be a book, it was just me trying to work at the consistency in my prayer life. then we ended up sharing that a couple of other times, a few different ways my publisher said, you know what, that might be something that would be useful for other people to have. There are a lot of people who know about prayer, but may not do it as consistently um, as as they ought to. And so this idea of praying without ceasing, we understand it, but we may not do it. So what do you think about making that available to more people? So releasing it now is because it's just been working in my life and the life of other people for the last few years.
0: That's amazing. That is so cool. Isn't it cool how God takes something that we started and then he transforms it into something else, which is your book. And so, you know, in terms of transformation, we know that prayer transforms us. It really does. And so can you briefly share about how prayer has transformed your life personally, and then, you know, share with the listeners why you really believe and know that our prayers truly do matter.
1: Well, for me, prayer has been transforming simply because We are spiritual beings who are having a human experience, and there is a God of the universe who created us as spiritual beings, who is involved in all things spiritual that we can't see. And so in order for our experience to not just be human, but to also include spiritually often what we cannot see, we have to have a conversation with somebody who has a viewpoint we don't have, and that's what prayer does. It allows us to communicate with God, but it also allows him to move in our minds and hearts and our souls in response to what's happening that we don't have physical view of. Uh, It's just the same as a pilot who's flying in the sky. They can tell you how things are ordered and how the lines are drawn because they have a different vantage point to you. You may feel like you're going through uh, a jungle that has no or a cornfield that has no structure at all. Get in a plane and you see that everything is neatly designed. And God's design for our lives, we are privy to when we're actually talking to him about our lives. So, For me, it's been transforming because there are decisions that I would, you know, struggle over, anguish over, writing down the pros and cons, talking to friends. And while I can still do those things, the anguish is gone because I also, and first and foremost, can talk to God. And a lot of times that stops me from having to chase down the opinions and Google a million things because there's a knowing the Holy Spirit living within me um, is able to, through God's word and through how he impresses things upon my heart as I spend more time with him, guide and direct me. Which means I'm not just limited to my human experience. I'm able to operate in the power that God provides by His Word and by the revelation of His Word in my life in very practical ways.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that matters so much, and I would totally agree that you know, reading your book. And it, for those of you who haven't read it yet, um, you're going to want to go get it. <laughs> and so the way you lay it out is each day is broken up to you know morning, afternoon, evening. And it's really this, like you said, the praying always, praying without ceasing, and it allows us to take our human experience and elevate it. And then, you know, we're infusing our life with God's divine reality. And it's just amazing what you put in your book. I really, I really like how it just covers everything you could possibly pray about, I feel like. And, um, and so, you know, for people who are interested, can you explain to them a little bit more about how you help readers pray these real, authentic prayers? So you guide people through these prayers that are real. They're not just, um, you know, talking to God like he's way far away, but here he is right here as close as our breath. And how do you help readers do this in the book and pray these, these true and authentic Prayers that are super meaningful.
1: Well, the thing is, is conversation with God. Prayer is Mm -hmm. just that chat with someone in relationship that you have who wants to talk to you and you want to talk to them. When you think about this idea that. When you're dating somebody in high school and college in your early 20s and you're just hanging on the phone, you know, just in each other's presence, you don't really work at it. You, you, you want to be with them. And there, of course, comes time where there are relationships that we do work out. I work at marriages or friendships um, with, with people, our family members, parent to child, child to parents, sibling. Um, and, and the reality is is that relationships that last a long time require work. But there is a period of time when you're really just interested in getting to know somebody where it doesn't feel that way at all. You just keep showing up to have conversations because you want to get to know them. And then over time, if you're not careful, you'll take that relationship for granted. And so you have to be intentional about continuing to get to know that person and making sure that you're providing access so that they can get to know you. Our relationship with God is no different. We make it really difficult because as beautiful as I think liturgy is and some of our tradition in the Christian faith is, we let that be the equivalent to what good prayer is. And really all good prayer is is us talking to God and giving him room to talk to us. The liturgy, while it adds, and and of course, like reading the Psalms, it helps you to know what you can pray to give you ideas. The goal of this book was simply to say, hey, have a conversation. And if you need ideas, here you go. But really, the point of this book isn't to give you prayers to copy. It's to give you starting points so that you can pray to God for yourself, getting what's in your head and in your heart out of your mouth or spirit to spirit talking to God. So the, the, the beauty of talking to God is that he wants to talk to us. The God of the universe made it possible because of the death of Jesus Christ for us to have fellowship with him. So why wouldn't we? Why wouldn't we have those conversations, um, getting to know God as he reveals himself to us because he already knows us. But then even if we've been walking with God for a while and maybe have taken for granted the beautiful gift that prayer is, well, then it's time to put in some work and continue to build that relationship. Because why wouldn't you if the God of the universe is after relationship with you?
0: Yes. So well said, Crystal. And I really like that. It's so simple, right? It's so simple, but it's so hard to pray sometimes because, you know, here, like you said, the God of the universe wants to talk to us. He wants to help us. He wants to be there in every little step of our day. You know, when we're doing the dishes, when we're preparing a meal, when we're writing that email, Whatever we're doing, he wants to be a part of it. And so I appreciate that you, in your book, you have the jumping off points of, you know, things we can talk to God about and it's everyday things. And that's what's so incredible about prayer. It truly is simple. It's as simple as talking to him, inviting him into our day. You know, I just kind of thought of this right now. Why do you think we complicate it? Why do you think we make it so complicated when it's such a simple act of talking to our creator? I'm curious to what you have to say to that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we have problems in general accepting accepting simple things. Think about how simple Mm. the gift of salvation is and how people, like, there's got to be more to it or this can't be right. Let me research it and poke holes in it. It's a gift. Just take the gift. (laughs) Mm. And I think prayer is uh, no different. I think, you know, it's like, um, you know, we want to know how far do we have to go in obedience with God and, you know, how exact do we have to be? When reality, the simplicity is, If somebody died for you wouldn't you want to honor their wishes it's that simple you know and so as humans i think we have the tendency to complicate things because we don't operate in full grace and free gifting And to receive that, we're always trying to figure out how we can make it harder than it has to be. God said, I want to have fellowship with these people. I made them in my image and I want them to be able to connect with me, not just in time, but in eternity. He sends his son. Jesus Christ dies on the cross because he was perfect. God can see us and have fellowship with us, even though we're still not. But his goal was at the beginning and has always been I like what I've created and I want them to know me and I want them to be known. And when we try to make it any more complicated than that, we're just walking in how we are as humans, which is surely there's got to be more to it than this. Or if I don't do it this way, then it's not good enough. Or if I don't check all the boxes, then it won't be accepted. And God is like, I actually know what you mean already. Just start talking. I'm listening.
0: Thank you, Crystal. That was really helpful for me. I tend to, and I'm sure a lot of the listeners understand, maybe you relate to this as well, that perfectionist sort of mentality of it needs to look a certain way. It needs to be a certain amount of prayer time, or I haven't done a good job today. Or if I don't pray this, you know, this certain prayer every single day, then I failed. I'm not loved. I'm not worthy. But I really like what you said about that gift. It's a free gift. And, and God's love is that beautiful gift that we don't have to earn. And prayer is, yeah, simply talking to him. Thank you for simplifying that. And, you know, I love to give people an action step. <laughs> um, and so could you maybe give us an example of, you know, a prayer to pray? You have a lot of prayers in your book uh, that are great jumping off points, but maybe something that someone could start with in their personal prayer with God their conversation with God this week?
1: Absolutely. Um, I think that the prayer, the, the one of my favorite prayers is just asking God <laughs> to be more real to me today than he was yesterday. I think I will let him pick how he wants to do that because he's pretty uh, ingenious at the ways that he comes up to reveal himself I've had things as simple as a prayer request answered that I prayed for a long time, but also just as, just as raw and real as one time I just had said out loud, I would love this ticket to the Broadway show. I wish I could afford it. And lo and behold, that same evening, this guy walks into this shop, sees me looking at this uh, this artwork that had a picture of this Broadway show. We started talking about the Broadway show and he said, I had tickets. I couldn't go tonight. Would you like them? And I, I, I was just wow. like, what? I was like, God, you heard me. And I just think if we would just say, hey, just show me more of you that reveal more of yourself to me. I want to know you better. And it's not just in what he gives us, but in how he reveals himself in nature, in the hard things, in the suffering. I think if that's your prayer, so many things fold into that. Reveal to me who you are, because when you do that, I'll be a better mother, a better wife, a better employee. I'll be a better person at my church. I'll be, a, I'll be a better neighbor because everything that I'm doing is emulating you. So show me you. That answers so many questions that I have, and it shows me in so many ways who you want me to be.
0: Beautiful. Thank you, Crystal. And speaking of prayer, can you close us in prayer, please?
1: Absolutely. Lord Jesus, I thank you so much for your grace. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for your kindness to us and that while we were yet sinners, the Bible says you died for us. I thank you for the gift of your death and resurrection because of that, we have the promise of everlasting life and we have the opportunity to operate in power while we're still yet here on earth. So God, I just ask for each one of us that can hear my voice, which means we're still here. That you would give clarity to our direction, clarity to our purpose and clarity to the things that you are calling out of us. But most importantly, God, I just ask that we would not set another foot forward in our lives, purpose, feeling in full or not, that we are not including you in the journey remind us to talk to you, remind us to ask you questions, remind us to seek you for the wisdom that you provide. And then God, we will be sure to give you all the glory for all the things that you are doing in our lives. And as we live out our lives committed to you in Jesus name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen.